Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini, your host for the show at Daily Confidence. We share tips, strategies, and actionable advice to help you boost your confidence in different areas of business. Today, I have an amazing guest, Ian Garlick. Welcome, Ian. Mustafa, thank you for having me. Great to have you. And we're going to talk about video marketing, video case stories, everything about videos. This is going to be a really important and interesting conversation. Ian is, he really knows his stuff. And so as usual, uh, make sure to like the show, subscribe to the show uh, on whichever channel you're watching. If you have any questions, pop them in a comment. And uh, if we're live, we will answer it live. And if we see it later, we will get back to you on the questions. If you know someone that could benefit from the conversation we're having, which is about 100% of business owners out there, tag them and have them watch this video because video marketing is very, very, very important. And you need to do it. If you don't know how to do it, you just tune in and learn about video marketing from Ian Garlic. Now, let me do the proper introduction and we're going to dive into a very interesting conversation with one of the top experts in the country. Now, Ian is one of the country's go-to experts in video marketing and storytelling. He is the best-selling author of three marketing books, not one, three. He has recorded 3,000 episodes of The Garlic Marketing Show. That it's is major. It's actually Created 300. Over... Sorry. It's 300. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 300. That's still a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> 300 episodes of the Garlic Marketing Show. And, and, and Ian, what is the tagline on that? I know you got an interesting tagline on your show. Uh, stories and strategies that don't stink. I love it. Stories and strategies that don't stink. So go look it up. The Garlic Marketing Show. Stories and strategies that don't stink. And uh, he has created over 10 marketing courses, produced more than 2,000 videos for his clients. So that's not 200, is it? No, it's actually that one's closer to like 20,000, I think. But all right. <laughs> so, welcome, Ian. Mustafa, thank you. I'm excited to talk to you today. Talk video. I am excited too, my man. How's your day? Tell us about where you're logging from. I'm in Orlando, Florida, home of Orlando, the Orlando, Florida. Is it hot down there? Ugh. It is hot and humid all the time. I, I sweat looking outside. Oh, my God. Did you guys also have like a tornado like last week or two? No, the hurricane hit New Orleans, so it went up oh, past okay. us. But we usually have at uh, least a tornado or two. Yeah, yeah, I hear all the time. This tornado, I was like, wasn't there just one like last week that came through and torn the whole city apart? Yep. But I guess you guys are used to it now. Yeah, we're the lightning capital of the world, too. Oh, the roof is gone. That's okay. We'll get a new one next week. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> all right, all right. Tell us about your story. Let's get us started. Sure. I mean, I've been doing video marketing for close to 15 years, started in legal uh, marketing in New York City. Um, and then when YouTube uh, was purchased by Google, I was like, man, this is it. People are going to be able to get their stories in front of everyone because I know Google's not going to let YouTube go down and in flames. And, you know, back then I was like telling everyone, like, you've got to be on YouTube. You've got to be on YouTube 12 years ago. Some people listened and are now very, very wealthy. Some people did not and are texting me. I got one yesterday. I was like, I should listen to you. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, you know, I, I really believe we started our agency authentic web and really to tell people store the authenticity, get it out there. Um, highly converting videos we create, uh, we've learned over time to, you know, how the formats for the videos, video SEO, we work with professional services, um, 
And over the years, we've really learned how to create video case stories along with nine other types of videos. Uh, we do a lot of about us videos. We've worked with lawyers, doctors, dentists, business consultants, other digital agencies come to us all the time for their videos. And, you know, we also founded storycruise.com, which is uh, a resource for learning as well as finding other videographers around the country that know marketing. Because what I found out is people think that because someone knows filmmaking, they know marketing. And that's usually the opposite. Uh, yeah. When I first started, I was hiring great filmmakers and the videos were beautiful and very expensive and did nothing. So it took a lot to learn that. And I still, I just not, I find that filmmakers, while they're beautiful films, don't get marketing, don't get, you know, that you have 10 seconds. So we found a storycruise.com, uh, you know, worked with businesses all, of all sizes. And, you know, my favorite thing I hear from clients is that, you know, they get, not only get leads, but they get the people that they love walking through the door ready to work for them. So ready to work with them before they even have talked to them because they feel like they've seen them. They know, like, and trust them already. So that's in a nutshell, my story. Uh, I mean, I've done a lot of other stuff uh, in my life and, you know, we can get into that if you want. <laughs> sure. Tell us a little about other stuff too. Uh, I started out. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been in computers since I, I, I took my first programming class when I was seven years old and uh, I always loved marketing too. And, but I was a math major, got into economics, went to work for a hedge fund out of college, um, traded through like the stock market boom and bust, then went to New York, uh, bartended for a little while, then went to New York City, got into commercial real estate, um, was there for that bust. And then that's when I realized I'm like, really marketing is my thing. It's my thing. So, um, you know, like I said, started the company in New York, but have really a national presence, which I love and fly all around, do a lot of speaking. And fun fact, my last name really is Garlic and my wife's maiden name was Curry. So. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Do people just throw jokes at you all the time? Uh, I, 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 yeah. With last name like Garlic. And <laughs> it's a know, given. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, and my mom decided, you know, why, why call him Ian? That'd be too easy. We'll call him Ian. So everyone doesn't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> that is interesting. Rosemary said, well, says, well, I'm in Lakeland and want a video project ASAP. Awesome. <laughs> well, connect with me. Ian at storycruise.com. <laughs> yeah. We're going to share all the stories and uh, stick around and we're going to, he's going to share his gift. Uh, towards the end as well. So um, you, so you do video marketing and do the SEO and, you know, uh, and the rest of it to do it for dentists, lawyers, digital marketing agencies, and, and a whole variety of businesses that you work with. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. All right. So tell us about video marketing. What, what is video marketing? Why should we care about it? And for people that are, that are watching YouTube all day long, but don't do their own stuff. I mean, the video marketing is, it's, I think in it's essence, it's connecting, you help people and you can help them and, and you help them all along their journey. We talk about people's story, like you have to know your customer's story, right? You have to know their story. And when you do, you understand their situations. We buy because of situations. People think that people buy because of who they are. We buy because of what moment in time we are in. Uh, you know, like we were talking about, like, you know, your son walks through the door, your, your mind is dad mode and you're doing stuff because of dad mode because he walked through the door versus, you know, you get your tax bill at night and then you're in drinking mode. 
Um, <laughs> but you know, it's we change, and so we can create videos and deliver those videos at those specific times, and really help people out. And when we help people out, and you create the videos in a certain format that attracts them, gets their attention, and then provides value to them, um, they know, like, and trust you. And they know your voice, they hear your, they see your face. And that there's this thing called the mirror exposure effect. That's why branding works. And that's why people put their logos everywhere. Because the more we see someone see something, the more we like it. And when someone hears your voice, hears, sees your face, they think they know, like, and trust you. I mean, I call it the Oprah effect, right? Because you know, it, it, people, everyone thinks they know Oprah. And what's Oprah famous for? Being, I mean, originally being famous, right? <laughs> she wasn't a doctor. She wasn't a dentist. She was a TV show host that we just saw over and over and over again. And eventually everyone trusted her. Um, same thing. You can become really well known to your ideal client and, you, and you put all these videos along their path and you move them along a path and you can not only get leads, but you get people that, like I said, know, like, and trust you. So when they walk through the door, they feel like they're a friend. It's easier to work with them. You become the authority to them. Um, and then you can provide great customer service. And on top of that, video case stories, right? Your customer stories are your, if you, if you didn't video, if you don't want to be on video, you just get your clients on there telling their stories, not testimonials, but their stories, man, you, that's what video marketing is. It's just connecting with people like you would in real life, but online. Hmm. I, I like that. If you don't like to be on video, get your customers a story and have them on video mm -hmm. and you can hide behind the curtains and have yep. them do your job. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You have enough stories. You have enough people. I mean, it's referrals, right? I call it virtual referrals. If you have enough people telling their story and we like that person, we're like, oh, that person's like me. Oh, that person has the same problem like me. Oh, that person's done the same. That wants the same things as me. What did they do? Oh, they did this. I want to do that. Mm -hmm. Love it. Kapil says video marketing is great. I've seen huge growth in my career since I started creating content and publishing on IGTV and LinkedIn. Awesome. Nice, Kapil. Keep up the great work. Yeah, keep it up. Be consistent. That's the key. And reach out to um, Ian and get some good feedback about uh, about how to you know take it to the next level because this guy knows his stuff. Yeah, feel free to reach out. So how do we go about getting customer case stories and video case stories? Awesome. Well, first of all, you, you asking for their story, right? And you, you need to, we, we do this thing called, you've got to plan it out a little bit, what you want to do with them. Um, the best salesperson I knew, uh, one, you know, even the best salespeople I know, they were collectors of stories but they knew what they were going to use them for. So they would go find the stories. And that's what you have to do. You have to be intentional about going out and finding them. You have to have a plan. We do this thing called the case story tackle box. And I'm going to throw that in at the end with my gift. Um, but it's a planner for the stories. Because what I found was that people didn't plan their stories. So they didn't know what they want to get out of the story. And they didn't know where the stories were. And it's like, I call it the tackle box because if you're going to go out and say, hey, we're going fishing today. You would want to know where I'm going fishing, what we're fishing for, what the weather is. And then you go to the, the you know, sporting store, or the tackle store and go, hey, I'm going to these places. These are the hooks I need. This is the stuff I need. But for some reason, we go out into marketing campaigns. We get, you know, clients get in the middle of marketing campaign. And then they're like, I'm like, so do you have any customer stories? They're like, oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Oh, you know what? We have one. 
hey, Julie, where's where's that customer story, right? And you know, where's that testimonial? No one would know. It's your most powerful thing in your business, and people wouldn't know where they were. They don't know how they have it. So it's it's first of all planning it out, knowing what you want to get out of it, and then just constantly asking people for their story. Don't ask for testimonials because testimonials will be about you. You want people to ask for you want to say, hey, we we would you mind sharing your story? Everyone wants to share their story. And that's Love where it. it starts. Uh, that's that's a great one. Uh, and we're gonna add this as a quote to the to the transcription. Ask your customers for their stories, not a testimonial. Love yep. it because because people connect with stories. Yep. More so than saying, you know, Ayn was great and he knows his stuff. You should definitely do business with him. But if if they share the story off, here was my challenge, and well, we'll dig into that. Um, and, and I definitely uh, uh, connect and resonate with the idea of asking people, "Do you have a story or a testimonial?" They're like, uh, I, "I mean, you you mentioned someone that does have something. I've seen a, a ton of people that are like, you know what? I have a lot of great customers, but I haven't collected anything, mm -hmm. right? And that's even worse. That's like the next level." Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that don't make this a habit or, you know, they just have testimonials and it's like, you know, Mustafa's great. Mustafa's great. Mustafa's great. Oh, oh yeah. Of course he's great. You're going to tell me that. Why is he great? What did he do for you? Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about the best time to get a video case story. How do so we time this? That's a great question. It is a super important thing to think about, especially if you have a complex service, right? If you provide a service, you know, like I know, I mean, not that your service is complex, but like the one page marketing plan, there's different points in that customer's journey, right? And, and so we want to actually collect stories along that journey. Like when they first start, you know, right after we want to collect that story a year later, Maybe when they first implement things, like if you're a design agency, you do websites, you should get that story as soon as that website launches and then get another version of that story six months later. And you want to install, you want to install those points along the way that you ask for the story. So I would be constantly, you know, asking for stories. It's a fundamental of, you know, I think, you know, one of my favorite stories about fundamentals is just basketball. You look at basketball. And it's, you know, you look at the greats like Kobe Ryan. Yeah. And, you know, you would think like, okay, how much he goes to practice every day. If you watch videos of him, he would play championship games, play his heart out. And after the game, what would he do? He'd go shoot free throws mm -hmm. every day, practice free throws. Your customer stories are the free throws of your business. Yes. Collecting them is not sexy, but it's always going to win. So you need to make it a habit. You need to always be collecting them. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I, I actually, I discovered more about Kobe last year, a few months after he passed away. And I, I have developed massive respect for that guy. I've watched oh. God, God knows how many minutes and hours of him talking. Yes. The guy is just, his discipline is just beautiful. It's amazing. His drive is amazing. I mean, and you look at him. Yeah. It gives me what a loss. Yeah. What a loss. Mm. So, um, this is great. I'm loving, by the way, what we're talking about here. Uh, so we talked about topic. How do you make it, or for the people that are watching, I think one of the obstacles is how, I'm too afraid or I'm too shy to ask my customers for their stories and testimonials. What's the best way, easiest way to 
break through that? So the best thing you can do is, and first of all, you should always be talking to your customers. You should always be talking to them. You look at the greats. I mean, they sat in Steve Jobs and Walt Disney are two of my big idols. I mean, and what they did, it was always about the customer. And if you're just paying attention to them and you're like pulling them and saying, hey, how am I doing? How are things going? What's going on in your life? And if and the simple thing to do is the MPS score, one through 10. On a scale of one through 10, how would you rate your, your everything's going right now? You get that eight, nine, 10, that's awesome. Would you mind just talking to me about your story a little bit? And if you get the seven or below, let's talk about your story. Yeah. How, how can we fix that? Yeah. You should all, I mean, Walt Disney would sit in a window and stare at people, which sounds kind of creepy, but he would stare at everyone coming in Disneyland so he mm -hmm. can make it better and better and better. And your customer stories are staring into that window of your customer's experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the trick is to always be talking to your customers and ask them what's going on in your life. What's the story? I love yeah. that question. What's the story? Yeah. It's what's your story? And that's like, that's my first question always. Like, what's your story? Yeah. What's your story? Talk to me about you. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. And they'll open up. And that's like a beautiful open-ended question that people like will share stuff with you that normally they wouldn't. Oh. And and, and, I, and I'm willing to bet that if you ask what's the story behind this, they will share more versus if you ask what's the problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, And, and you don't because if you say what's the problem, you know, right off the bat, that you're training someone to look for the problems, right? Uh, but if it's a story, they're like, because then you get the two most important things to a great storytelling are moments and emotions. First, you have to mm -hmm. get the story arc. But if you find those moments and emotions, and like when I ask people about their story and then they start telling about something, they're like, oh, yeah, I start to get leads. I'm like, when did that happen? When was that time? And it's like, oh, yeah, I remember when I first got that text and this happened. I'm like, well, how did that feel? And they're like, oh, that was amazing to start getting leads from the internet or to have my one page marketing plan done. And I knew I had, I finally had clarity. What was that like having that clarity? Well, I just knew I was going to be able to conquer the world. I felt so strong and you will find those, but you have to ask for those moments and emotions and absolutely. then you make people feel good. Absolutely. 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 Um, I, I, I'm just keep thinking of to the, to that one sentence that really stood out for me is like always talk to your customers because most business owners that I know, and I've been doing this for a good 11 years, almost literally ignore their customers most of the time. Yeah. That, and they're out there on Facebook and LinkedIn looking for new customers. Yep. Yep. So always I... talk to your customers. That's like the best thing to do. And gang, if you're watching or listening right now live, Please like the video. This is like a really important information and valuable content. So by liking the video, will other people could see what's happening and this could make an impact on their business and their life as well. So, and if you have any questions, pop them in the chat, in the comments and the chat box, and we'll do our best uh, to cover them. Now, Iron, what are um, some big mistakes that people make? When it comes to creating videos, uh, I mean, I probably the biggest one is worrying too much about uh, like early on. I think people try and sell too much in their videos. They they've seen so much advertising. They try to make advertising videos, and you need to provide value and really understand your customer and provide value. Um, 
that's a big, big one. I, you know, and I think I see that all the time and people come to it of a place where I'm going to try and sell. I'm going to try and sell. I'm going to try and sell. I'm like, no, no one wants to be sold. And if you provide enough value, that's what marketing is. Provide enough value to make someone take action. So, uh, I mean, I, I think that's the biggest mistake. Trying to be on all the platforms all the time um, is another big mistake. You know, if your client, if you're B2B, you really don't need a huge Facebook presence. You should have Facebook retargeting. That's a whole different version because that goes on a bunch of different platforms. Um, YouTube is the second biggest search engine. If, if you're not YouTube focused, you've got to be. Everyone's on YouTube. YouTube just overtook Facebook in total traffic, overtook Netflix in total view time. And if you, wow. uh, yeah, and if you have, you have, a, you have kids. I mean, how much YouTube do they want to watch? <laughs> all day long, man. That's all, what they do. All day long. They're they able. watch Ryan's World and a bunch of game kids playing games and. Yep. And do you, that's not going to change. That is, that's, it's going to take a massive shift somewhere. I mean, TikTok, everything. Because YouTube's making up TikTok, right? They're yeah. doing YouTube shorts. Mm -hmm. So I, I think those are the biggest ones. Um, and then mistaking, like I said, filmmaking for marketing. You can, everyone wants to go out and buy the best gear. Go get a videographer if you want beautiful videos, but know that you need someone that knows marketing because there needs to be a specific format. Um, I'm a big firm believer in direct response marketing and knowing the essence of direct response marketing of copywriting to make your videos more engaging is so important because the content is going to overcome the look of it anytime. Love it. Give us some tips on that direct response marketing idea and how to make the video more engaging. Sure. So, I mean, you, one thing we do at the agency and I teach every, every videographer is you, first of all, you've got to know where, where you are in the customer journey. So there's four questions I always ask in direct response marketing that we ask of every video. Who are we talking to? Right. And it shouldn't be like, Oh, I'm talking to men or even a demographic like men, 35 to 55. I'm like, no, I want to know I'm talking to Mustafa. He's a business owner. He teaches one page marketing plan. He wants small business owners as clients. He has a podcast. I want to know everything about that person. I'm talking to that one person. Yeah. Then I want to know where they are in their journey, right? What's going on in their moment right now when I'm talking to them? You know, and, and we want to think about that moment, that moment. And I think this is a big mistake is people try and talk to like very general. Talk to that moment. Is he in the car? Is he on a pod? You know, is he going to watch this, you know, five minutes? Is this playing in the background? People... Mm -hmm. People tell me all the time they watch, you know, they watch my videos in the background and listen to them. So think about that, where they are journey. Next, why should they be keep paying? Why will they keep paying attention? What are we going to do? And I'll tell you one of the keys to that in a second. The final question is. What was that third question? Why? Why should they pay attention? Right. Should they pay attention. Why will they pay attention? We need to mm -hmm. think about what's going to keep their attention. Um, and what do we want them to do next? Don't have 100 calls to action. I see this all the time. Subscribe, like, do this, do this, do this. Call me, you know, email me. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Have one thing you want them to do next. Watch the next okay. video. And so if you answer those four questions for every video, you're going to have a much better video. And then work the hooks. Work the hook. Understand the hook being the beginning. 
Um, you know, one of my, I love Motown. I love Motown music. And there's a great movie called uh, Hitsville USA. It's a documentary about it. And um, Smokey Robinson and uh, what's his name? Uh, the founder of Motown. And I just blanked on it. But they're talking about how they would get in a room for every song and have all the musicians around, all the singers from Motown. So you think about these famous singers. And they would work the first 10 seconds of the song over and over and over for days to work that hook for to me. And that's why they had hits fill, right? Um, and it, it you've got to think about that hook. What is the thing that's going to grab someone's attention? And, you know, if it, it's like, I see so many people like, hey, this is Ian. I'm going to talk to you today about videos. I like videos. Hey, what you doing? Subscribe, blah, blah, blah. 30 seconds in, I have no idea what you're, why I should be paying attention, right? You're battling well, cat. That should be done right off the bat. Oh, yeah. The hook. Curiosity, whatever. There's so many different ways to do hooks. There's so many amazing books on it. There's amazing direct response copywriters that have written whole thesis on it. Work that hook. Huh. Um, what's a good, do you have an example of a good hook that, that something you heard and you're like, this, this is a good example for something we could look up to? <sighs> I mean, there's so much. Once again, it depends on the journey. But if you, you know, one of the like all time most famous hooks is not in a video, but it's in a direct response sales letter. It's probably one, like one of those most winning ones ever. And it's, um, they all laughed when I sat down to play, sat down in front of the piano, but then I be began to play. And it's a direct response sales letter for piano lessons. It's one of the most famous ones out there. But that hook, it's like, I want to know the story, right? Oh, that's, so that's an embarrassment story or yeah. a challenge story. A challenge story. Oh. Um, you know, uh, uh, when uh, I've had so many of them, and like it's, we, I, I was looking at some today. You know, I, I was doing one for an agency today, actually, and it was like, you know, I, I was stuck with lead generation, but I'm much better at my job, and I was sucking at lead generation. It was something along that ways. It's like, okay. Got it. We know that we want someone who's tried lead generation because we know we're talking to someone who's trying lead generation, owns a business, and wants someone to help them with lead generation. Oh, that, man. That gets my attention. So here's, an, here's what's just transpired right now. I'm going to change the beginning of the format of this show because I totally do that. Oh, hi, it's Mustafa, blah, 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 and I'm amazing. Listen, but we're going to change that to that hook. It's like if you have a problem with this, this, and this, tune in. If this is your challenge, tuning in, is going to fix your video problems. If yep. you're shy to show up on video, which is the next thing we're going to talk about, this might be the right fit for you. Make sure you tune in live at 2.30 on Wednesday, and we're going to share with you how this is done. And I bet that's going to be a lot more effective than saying, oh, I'm, uh, I'm Mustafa, I'm amazing. You yep. Know, oh, yeah. Yep. You get, grab some attention. So, for those of you who are watching or listening, um, the four questions that you need to answer are, who are we talking to in detail and what we're talking about that i i heard t tim ferris saying uh when he was writing the four hour work week work week or uh, some other book that he was writing he wrote the book for one specific person mm -hmm. and it ended up being going like you know gangbusters and making you know top he's been bestseller like forever yeah. so who you're talking to with specific details where are they in their journey right now? And what are they experiencing? 
Why should they pay attention to what you're saying? And what do you want them to do next? Don't mm -hmm. leave them hanging in the air. Yeah. Well, and you want to have intention. Sorry, right? You want to have intention when you're talking to them. Know where you're taking them, right? Know where we're going. Know what this outcome is going to be so we can we, we go in that direction with the video from start to finish. Who is your go-to source for the direct marketing, uh, direct response marketing stuff, the copy and the rest of it? Oof. As far as learning it? Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, Brian Kurtz is an awesome guy. I've got his book over delivered. I mean, that's, it's pretty technical. Um, you know, Russell Brunson's great. Uh, I had some of the greats on, on Giants of Video. I did this big seminar. Um, we're going to, I've talked to so many copywriters out there. I've had Stefan Georgie, he's great. Ian Stanley is great. Um, you know, I, I, I always am learning from other people about what's going on. But then, you know, it, it all comes back to the greats of the past. It's, you know, like uh, Ogilvy, uh, you know, who's one of the best advertising legends of all time. Um, and there's some amazing copywriting books out there too. Uh, you know, and uh, there's a great course too, uh, Copy Hour. That's another fantastic one for learning direct response. And then I, I love the legends. I love infomercials like Rick Cesari, um, who made the Sonic Care and George Foreman Grill. He, Rick's a great guy, super smart when it comes to direct response video. Direct response video. Yep. Infomercials. Love it. Yeah. Love Brian, it, Kurt, <laughs> Brian Kurtz was like, why? I, I, I love this story because Brian Kurtz came on Giants of Video and he's like, Ryan, why do you want me on Giants on video? I'm like, you did $250 million on an infomercial, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I would say that I'd consider you a giant of video if you sold $250 million through an infomercial. <laughs> Is this information somewhere we could see what it looks like? Is it on uh, YouTube? I would look up. I think Brian Kurtz might have it somewhere. We've talked about it. But yeah, if you look up Brian, if you. How do you spell Kurtz? Is it C-U-R-T-F? Uh, it's K-U-R-T-Z. K-U-R-T-Z. Yep. R-T-Z. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, he's super smart market. $250 million in an infomercial. Yeah, and, and I think it was 99 or 2001. So this is 20 years ago. So you think about money, like totals, that's a lot. Yeah, selling, not, not a bad start, I would say. <laughs> no, selling an info product, nonetheless. My God, I've got to look that up. I want to see how he's doing it. Because because the good thing is, like, if someone is doing it and they're, they're successful, we want to we want to copy their formula. Yep. Yeah. But I don't. I, if I I don't have time to come up with my own formula, and I don't, definitely don't have like the guy probably spent thirty years to reach that moment where he did two hundred fifty million dollars with an infomercial, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he if did. you can teach me that in a matter of I don't know a month or two or six months, or yeah. even sooner. You know what? I've got actually I've got him teaching that on Giants of Video. What I'll do is I'm gonna throw that into the gift, the giant uh, access to the Giants of Video, and he's he taught about it for like an hour and a half. So, oh my god, that is extremely generous. Yeah, I'll throw that in. So Love just it. just if if it's not in there, I'm gonna give you my email address. My team will make sure you get it. Love it, love it, love it. All right, let's talk about confidence on video. Okay, I think it's important. I think that's something you can probably help with. Most I, business owners have a hard time getting on video, as I'm mm -hmm. sure you've seen that a million times in your career. Why do you think that happens? And what's a good way to overcome that fear and, you know, get used to 
being on video. Yeah. So there's a few different fears that I think are happening there, right? There's the fear of the camera. Some people have that. Um, and one of the things we do like with our agency and we do, I've done for a long time is, you know, we do the strategy and then we do interview style videos. So it's interview and you're talking to someone that makes it a lot easier, right? Trying to talk to the camera. Most people aren't naturals at that. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's why we always did the documentary interview style because we want to get that authenticity across. So right. that's a good way to start. Um, you know, and then people are overthinking it. So if you're doing it yourself, uh, trying to overthink it, right? And uh, that's where having strategy in place, knowing you're gonna talk about one or two things, um, get consistent at it and watch your videos. You're gonna hate your videos. You know, that was a great thing I learned on Giants of Video too. I asked everyone like, how do you feel about your first videos? Uh, all of them are like, man, I hate them. My buddy Jason, yeah. my buddy Jason Swank grew a seven figure, he well over seven figure uh, consulting firm with, you know, two employees. Um, and, you know, I always make fun of his first videos because they're horrible. But guess what? He did it and he, and he did it again and did it again and did it again and crushes it now. It's really great on video. You're going to get better. Um, but watch your videos. It's going to improve your overall life performance. You know, like we talked about the greats. You think Kobe Bryant, he, he watched the tapes over and over and over again. Yes, you're saying, well, he's playing basketball. You're most of us are performing for our clients. Yeah. That's your performance. Yeah. So watch it. Um, yeah. And the simplest, simplest thing you can do, and this is both my sales confidence and, you know, so those will build your confidence. So build your performance, watch the tapes. Um, and you are not, and everyone's like, well, I'm going to get bad comments. You're not doing enough. You're not doing it right. If you don't get bad comments. Oh, it, I love it, that. That's another one we're going to, if you're not getting back comments, you're not doing it enough. You're not doing it enough and you're not doing, you're not doing it right. You should be polarizing. You shouldn't be me. You should be yourself. But I talk, I put all these videos out about how most videographers are a waste of money and they're going to talk about gear and they're going to have you spend $10,000 on videos that look pretty. And I put a, ads out about it and I get all these videographers saying how bad my video looks. And I'm like, and being really nasty to me, like really nasty. And, and like to the point where I have family members calling me up who've seen the ads and the comments and go, are you all right? And I'm like, listen, uh, you, you know, my mom, always, my mom always said, even Jesus couldn't please everyone. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, you know, know that you're, you're going to upset people. But here is the, my super, super key to confidence in sales and confidence on video. If you go into it really trying to help someone, just like I'm going to help this person out. When I go into a sales situation, I'm like, I'm just going to help this person as much as I can. And, and go into a video, I'm going to help this person as much as I can. If you do that, you, all your fears go away. And they should. Be, because if you're trying to help someone, it, it's really hard to, if you're worried about them, it's hard to be worried about yourself. And, no, and you know, people so, worry. Yeah, go ahead. Are you off to bed? You know, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you're helping some someone through your video and through your content, then that is more important than how well your video looks. Did I get that right? Hundred percent. Okay. So you don't have to spend a ton of time making the video foxy and spiffy and you know all that. And like, like as long as you're delivering the message, 
that's more important than yeah yeah i mean i think there's certain videos that should be like when you get to a certain yeah. point that should be pretty there's like your as, as as people get to that buy especially if you're doing like high-end sales or something you're selling a 20 yeah. 30 40 thousand dollar product you should have good looking videos but you should have yeah. content out there that's just you walking around too but you need to have your about us and your case stories i think should be nicer absolutely um, but yeah i i you worry about the content first always yeah. worry about helping first and i've had the same experience i mean if you listen or watch the first episodes of this show it looked horrible like i'm always like i was fidgeting and i was like worried about things and i was actually worried when we first got on video like going on multiple social platforms with like 12 13 000 followers here and there and i'm like oh my god what's gonna happen right and then over time i recently got some feedback saying i have improved right nice. and, and you know because you get used to it you did build that confidence and i and i love um your feedback about watching yourself that's mm -hmm. like that's my go-to thing for a lot of improvements like even improving your sales process oh yeah like put your phone on record yourself and then watch yourself the way you talk i guarantee you're going to come up with some good feedback for yourself and be like oh my god i can't believe i said that i said it that way or yeah. i can't believe i said that and then you just fix it it's that's amazing you will get like, so video much better so amazing amazing yeah. so much faster so much faster so much yeah and it's like hey, yeah there's no not, there's not a faster way to get to give and get feedback on yourself and improve your own process than video yep period period yep love 100%. it love it all right so let me ask some technical questions if that's okay of course where is the best place to put a video on a landing page? Oh, depends on the landing page. Uh -huh. I mean, some landing pages don't convert as well with videos once in a while. And it's better to have retargeting. I'll be honest. Um, I love having case stories, though, right next to it. Like, here's the story of the person that, that's had the same problem as you. Because people will remember it, you know, and they'll click on it. Um, uh, you know, I've seen this. Russell Brunson does it really well on like some of their checkout pages. It's just customer story, customer story, customer story. And, uh, you know, I think if you have really solid case stories right next to the form. Got it. So let's say if we got a training video on a page where we're doing a mini training or a webinar or whatnot. And then should that be on the very top above the fold a little bit lower or? Yeah. So. I mean, I, I've seen like the best, like everyone says that, and I'm asking always what, how things are performing. Yeah. If you have S, if you're looking for SEO though, uh -huh. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, if you're looking for SEO, a lot of times, and there's the intention that, Hey, there's going to be a video below. It's good to get the scroll and have the video down below just because you get the scroll and YouTube or Google knows that. Um, but I, I, I like to have videos and smaller videos throughout the page too, like shorter Got form it. videos throughout the page. Love it. So next question is, um, what do we need to do or how do we get more views on a video? There's a lot of ways to do that. Um, and it depends on, you know, what more is or intent is. And because if you want to be an influencer and I'm actually making a video about this now, and I always say is if you want to, 
you answer, let's say you answer the $100,000 question. It's just a question that a lot of people don't ask, but when it's the question that's going to mean $100,000 or more to them, um, you shouldn't really worry about the views. You should get the SEO value out of it. Uh, you know, so it depends on why you want the views and what number of views it is. I don't think total number of views is always the best metric because you could go buy views. You can go get views on YouTube for cheap. But if people aren't watching the whole video, it's not great. Now, the best way to get people to watch, like if you want to get more YouTube ranking for a specific term, which I think is a, a, like a better question, or do you want to get more of the right people on? Um, if you want to get more of the right people watching the video, having good stories, having that format that I talked about, having a great hook, having great content uh, will get more views. And then YouTube, if you're on YouTube, it's going to reward it by showing to more people. And also, you should be driving it to your email list, um, you know, sending out your email list on multiple occasions, using it throughout your website, using the, not thinking that people putting the video in one place, if it should be in multiple, multiple places and driving to that YouTube video. So also, it just depends on platform too, because YouTube is an intent-based platform, right? We go to yeah. YouTube usually with intent. Uh, Facebook's an attention-based platform. You have to grab attention. So that's going to be two different styles of video, right, that you're going to have. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's – I wish there was one answer, but I don't like for people – I'll be honest. I don't like for people to worry about traffic first. I want to worry about getting in front of the right person because, you know, read anyone's talk about building a YouTube channel. And you're talking two, three years to get lots of views. Um, and you can get a lot of views – but if it doesn't mean making you money, I mean, if you're passionate about something, that's great. And you want everyone to know about it. That's fantastic. But if you want to make money, worry about that $100,000 question. And if it, only 20 people have it and you answer for it, those 20 people and they find out and two of them call you up and are willing to give you $100,000 to, to solve their $100,000 question that happens every year, that's a lot of money. Absolutely. Um, can you give us some tips for people that want to get better uh, uh, on creating videos specifically for YouTube? Sure. Um, so YouTube, you want to, A, all that stuff I talked about, the four questions, right? That's a big thing. Be good at, get better at storytelling. Customer stories are important. Um, and then understand all the questions that your ideal customer has along their journey and answer them and answer them in detail and give away your best stuff. Don't be like, Oh, on the other side of this, you know, give away your best stuff because there's, if you, if you can teach everything that you know in 30 minutes and be super detailed about it, then you don't have enough value to warrant selling something else. So you should, you know, be giving away your best stuff, giving away your best stuff to the point where people are like, I need to work with this person. There's always going to be that DIYer, but give away your best stuff, provide as much value, be consistent, um, be specific in your keyword analysis. Uh, you know, that's where knowing your customer's journey, do a lot of keyword stuff. Um, you know, and, and really at a certain point, video quality is going to be important. Good sound is, is important. Good light is important. The camera, not so much, more so lighting and sound. Uh, so get to know that. And then for duration, YouTube rewards length of time. So 
Uh, another giant video I had, there's a, a video out there. If you look up how to learn Spanish while you sleep, it's like a six hour video that people put on. It ranks because it's six hours long. A buddy of mine who's an amazing YouTube marketer, I uh, did with his wife. She has like 500,000 views because it's a six hour long video. So people think of all these short videos. Yes, there's the YouTube shorts where it's sub 60 seconds, but think three, five, 10 minutes if you can teach someone and you keep teaching them and you tell them what you're going to teach them. Um, you know, very accurate descriptions, not sales descriptions, uh, you know, that assist the video. Putting chapters in the video is also will help your YouTube videos. But most of all, consistency and feedback. Get the videos out there, email them to your list, see what they say, answer some more questions. Amazing. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Um, what else? Um, tell us about your gift and what you're sharing with it. And you're, you, you're generously sharing a ton with us. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a, um, so I, the video case story course, we call it video testimonial course. And you quickly learn why I don't want to call it a testimonial course, but from an intense standpoint, people look for video testimonials. So, um, it's, it's 10 videos, about five minutes each, uh, you'll deliver via email. And then there's some bonus stuff in the emails. Um, you can just email me at ian at story cruise, S T O R Y cruise, C R E W S.com. Just email me. We'll send you that. Um, that'll teach you how to think about it, how to plan, how to collect them. Um, and there's a link too, as well. Uh, you can get that there. And then also, um, I want to tell you about, you know, how, what to think about in the questions, how to interview the person, how to ask, um, how to craft them properly, the story formats, uh, you know, where hot, cold and warm versions of it. We're going to talk all about that stuff in there. Uh, and, you know, you, you'll learn a lot more about creating customer stories, which I've done for years. And there's definitely an art to it, but it's the most important thing. It's the fundamentals of your business. Um, so we'll give you that. Um, and if you remind me and or if it, it should be attached there, but the case story tackle box spreadsheet, the worksheet will be there, too. So you can start working on a plan planning out your case stories yeah. uh, and you know talk a little bit about optimizing them and that type of thing and how to use them because you should have multiple versions we'll talk about micro content in there so you should have 10 second versions 20 second versions five minute versions we've done 30 minute case stories just depends on where you're gonna put them in the journey so we'll talk all about that stuff it's uh you know it's something we've obsessed about for 10 years and we'll put it oh all in God. there for you so again, if you're watching or listening live or through our podcast, uh, the link here is going to be in the um, descriptions of the show. Um, so, uh, and the link is long. So just go in the descriptions of the show or on the comments of the live show and the link is there for you to get access to the video case story course. And then uh, he shared his template. He shared his, uh, was is that the planning template? Uh, yes. Right? Yes, that is. Okay, so that's the planning template for planning your videos, video case stories, how to ask the questions, how to ask for stories, how to craft your questions and the rest of it. Um, go there, video case story course by Ian Garlic. Download it right now and get access. I am definitely going to watch this because uh, I do this, but um, there's always something I could learn on how to get ask for better stories and I'm sure I could learn a ton from you as a guy who's been doing this forever.
So awesome. I let me ask you some personal questions. So sure. oh, before I do that, let me ask um, uh, how can people find out more about you and reach out to you and you know if they want but like Ian is awesome I need to chat with him and if you're watching and listening you should definitely do that <laughs> yeah you, you can email me at ian at storycruise.com um and we can send you a lot of resources story cruises where you can do a lot of the learning resources my and also my podcast is, is on there the garlic marketing show um it's a great way to follow me you know connect with me on LinkedIn I'm there and then uh, story cruise is our YouTube channel that's a great place. So, I mean, those are the three big places I would say go. It's where we spend most of our time. I have a personal Instagram, but I, I don't do, I'm more in the, more stalking on the Instagram than doing a lot of stuff on there. I spend most of my time making YouTube videos. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Very nice. So, um, personal questions. What is a new thing that you have tried recently? Uh, I'm taking stand-up comedy classes. So, <laughs> that's what I'm I'm learning right now. Where are you taking that? Uh, there's a there's a comedy theater here. It's improv theater that uh, called Sac Comedy Lab. So I'm taking that live, and I've got a great teacher, and it's a lot of fun. Oh my god, that's amazing! I, and I told you, you told me about that before, and I was I was I I'm uh, I'm really intrigued by that. Why are you doing this? I've always loved stand up comedy, uh, and I I'd like to learn. So I'm like, oh, I want to learn how to do that and write better jokes and write better, write a little more funny. You know, <laughs> it'll help my videos too. And, uh, you know, and get up in front of an audience and do something that's outside my comfort zone. I do public speaking, but it's different than stand-up comedy. It's, and so I, I want to learn how to do it. Oh, my God. I want to learn that too. Like when I talk, it's all dry. So if I could like put some smile on people's faces, like that's a good skill. Yes. Like we'll look that up. I will definitely look that up. So what are your favorite two or three books that have made a massive difference in your life? Uh, sure. I mean, The War of Art uh, by Stephen Pressfield. I love that book. Mm -hmm. um, that one's fantastic. Uh, How to Be Like Walt by Pat Williams. Then Pat Williams is amazing. I've got an interview with him. He is the co-founder of Orlando Magic. Uh, he actually invented the first NBA mascot. Guys, amazing right he's written 100 books um but the, the how to be like walt is a great story of walt disney's life and from the fat like a, a lesson-based one so i love i love biographies and, and that's a huge huge one for me um hmm. and then i mean i listen to so many books and read so many books what do you recommend to people all the time uh, those two um and man uh, I always, you know, right now, and I love Steve Jobs, the biography of Steve Jobs. It's just, it's about, I mean, there's so much to learn there about, about understanding your customer, about how Steve Jobs invented the future, essentially, and his vision. Um, that's, that's a huge one for me. Uh, oh, man, I've got so many back there. I'm like, you know, if you're a new entrepreneur, Entrepreneurial Leap, I wish I, if you haven't started your business uh, or you're about to start a business, Entrepreneurial Leap is by Gina Wickman is, is amazing. Um, and you can see all those back there. Jeez. Uh, you know, I would say those are some of my big, big ones. Um, love it. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Now, uh, Ian, if you had a Facebook or a YouTube or a Google ad that everyone on Earth could see, what would your best message be for the people of Earth? 
for the people of Earth, huh? I mean, I think it's understand. I, we can all change the world through marketing, and if you're not understanding marketing, you're you're being marketed to, you know. And and the marketing changes the world. So hmm. become a better storyteller. I'm a better storyteller. Love it, love it. What's one advice that has made a massive change in your life? Whew. That's a big question. That's a big, big question. Or, you know, I, so many little things, you know, and then there's so many big things. Um, I mean, what my favorite quote is the Zig Ziglar's you can have anything you want in life as long as you, uh, you can have everything you want in life as long as you help enough people get what they want. And, you know, if you go out there and help others, I think that's the way to look at it. And that's been a massive, massive impact in me and um yeah i that's one of the biggest ones love it if you help enough people people get what they want you will get what you want yeah or some version of by zig ziglar yeah love it love it amazing um what advice would you give your 20 year old self hold on to that apple stock <laughs> <laughs> did you sell too early <laughs> oh yeah oh oh yeah and netflix too i have had a lot of netflix at three dollars or four dollars a share or something um no i mean i i i advice you know just publish more i think i wish i would have published more publish what like just just get out there more just okay. anything any just, type of content yeah just put yourself out there more i wish i would have started earlier um yeah and i think that would have and follow through follow through and you know move faster i, I move pretty fast but move even faster all right so what's the story behind that uh be behind well i mean i Behind the idea of just to clarify, behind the idea of getting more, like what would have happened? Where what's the story there? I mean, I I've had a lot of big ideas, and you know, it's just stuff I didn't put out there, right? And uh, you know, I I've, I've written a lot of books I never published, and written a lot of great content that I think was like looking back would have been more influential. Um, and also to everyone here. Build your email list and stay in touch with it constantly. I, I can't imagine if I would have had an email list at 20 years old, what my email list would be right now. Uh, and if I had published regularly, it's it, it, because you put, you put yourself out there, you're going to learn more about yourself and, and learn more out there. But I mean, those would be the big ones, I think. Beautiful, beautiful. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Ian, this has been an absolutely amazing conversation. As Thank usual you. with, uh, I mean, every interview, is, I feel like I could go for a good two or three hours and dig deep and, and uh, you know, talk more and share more value. But this has been an absolute value bomb. Is there anything that you would like to share that we didn't get a chance to talk about? Uh, no, nothing I can think of. I mean, you know, get focused and get stuff out there and put yourself out there and, and help others and and you'll succeed. 
Love it, gang. For those of you who uh, are watching or listening, do reach out to Ian Garlic. Look up his name. Uh, his, uh, uh, what you might call it, uh, podcast is the Garlic Marketing Show. And uh, and the website was storycruise.com. Yeah, storycruise, S-T-O-R-Y, cruise, C-E-R-W-S.com. Beautiful. Reach out, hang, uh, you know, tap into this guy's wisdom um, and, you know, become known in the YouTube world because it does matter. It is uh, second, the second search engine on the earth. People spend a ton of time on YouTube and uh, it does matter to be there. Okay. Now, if you have watched or listened to this po uh, podcast or show, tell us what you liked about this interview. What stood out for you? What did you find useful? And maybe what was your story before or after this show? And what you what is your main takeaway from what we talked about today? And uh, please, as always, make sure you like and subscribe to the show on whichever channel you're watching, whether it's a podcast or not. This helps us get amazing content and amazing value, just like the one uh, Ian shared with us, out to more people so we can make a bigger impact. So you're just helping us and the rest of us, uh, you know, help giving a lending hand to other business owners and entrepreneurs who could use this content and get the message out there. If you have any questions, put them as a comment. We'll get back to you. If you know, again, someone that could benefit from this conversation, tag them in a comment, have them listen to um, Ian and, uh, you know, go through all the stuff that he talked about and shared, and we'll go from there. Thank you for joining us at uh, Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini, and on behalf of our team, I uh, wish you a very good day, good week, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.